I'm your host, Nikki C. And welcome to another episode of Life Got in the Way, a podcast that is dedicated to growing, learning, and achieving our lifelong goals. Today is a special topic. We wanted to take a time and just talk about something that a lot of times we don't think about when it comes to how we have life changes. And one of those things is friendship. Our friendships can change because we've grown apart, go on different journeys in life. Sometimes friendships can change because we move or we go different places. Sometimes we have to formulate new friendships. Sometimes we have to say goodbye to old friendship. And sometimes we have to navigate friendships differently because of certain life changes, children, marriage, or, you know, maybe someone becomes a caretaker. All of those things kind of affect how your friendship may be or may just change the dynamics of the friendship. I was offline talking to the producer on the podcast and we were just talking just back and forth about friendship and some of the key principles that are important to our individual definitions of friendship or important to having a friendship. After, you know, talking about that, we was like, you know, this would be a great episode for a podcast. So we just decided to go ahead and, you know, let's let's talk about it. You know, stay tuned. So you're listening to a segment where we just kind of uh, talked about our ideas of friendship, what it means, giving different things about our lives and friendship. So check it out. All right, so the topic friendship. Where you want to start? Um, <laughs> I mean, you want me to? That was the, the whole point. I bet. All right, all right. So friendships. I believe that certain dynamics could interfere with the way we used to make friends. Of course, you know things change. The approach, mm-hmm. throwing anxiety, trust issues, how you view certain people, your experiences with certain personalities or certain traits in people. Also, our own insecurities, you know. You throw all of those things into the mix and being a grown-up trying to make friends becomes extremely hard. It does because we don't we don't have as it's not as um as simple because now like you say you have anxiety going on even the dynamics of where you can go and make friends and in school. But now what do you do? You're not in school. And so now where do you make friends? The closest other place to make friends is maybe work. But if you work where you're isolated from people or the different dynamics with work is because when you went home from work, now you had your second part of your job, which is whoever your, your spouse, your, your caretaker, your, you're taking care of your children, your, you know, you're doing all, you maybe go to another job. So it's just like your time, the way you can kind of maneuver your time is different. So now you have to figure out, okay, how can I make time, find time to make friends? Where can I make friends? Or am I still going to hold to the same principles um, that I that I need to kind of keep friendships going? I think we talked a little bit about our, I think you asked me one time to, what was my top three? It was um, your, your the top three 
keys to building friendship, a long lasting friendship? What are the top three keys? Like, um, well, I think for me, I put, and it's, I didn't have it in a particular order. I think I put trust, communication. And understanding, right? And Yes. And understanding. I, I look, I'm trying to help you out. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's always good to have another memory on, uh, on deck. But uh, yes, um, you know, trust is very important in a friendship because you are, sometimes you're sharing like your intimate things that you maybe normally wouldn't tell a person or you're sharing things that, you know, may have been traumatic for you or things that make you feel vulnerable. And you're, you, you need to be able to trust the person that you're telling these things to. Also communication. I say communication because in order to maintain a friendship, you have to have some form of communication. Now, as you get older and as you have families, you learn that your communication is different. Like when you're younger, y'all could see each other every day, hang out after school. You could call each other, hang out on the weekends, do all of these things. But in reality now, you know, you don't always get to have that time. So you have to make the best of your time. So communication is key and being able to continue talking to someone and, and being okay with, hey, we're not going to talk every day. We might talk once a month. We might talk every couple of months. Heck, I may only hit you up on your birthday. Mm-hmm. But just because I don't speak to you every single day, or I don't, I'm not hanging out with you every day, doesn't mean that our friendship is lacking. It could just mean that our dynamics have changed slightly. Maybe we are not the friends that hang out every day, but if there was ever something seriously wrong or if something seriously happened to you or, or vice versa, we know that we'll be there for each other. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think that that's, that's important as well as, that's why I said understanding is also one of my three because understanding that our, our our lives have changed understanding that our um our situations have changed it's not we're not in the same place that we once were in where we uh you know where we could had the luxury of just seeing each other every day maybe that's not the case maybe now we're long distance maybe someone moved away you know but just just because we moved away or we changed doesn't mean that the friendship is gone it just means that the dynamics may have changed slightly. So just being able to understand that, communicate with one another, and being able to have that trust with each other, I think for me, are three principles for... So you mentioned trust. How do you get to the point where that trust is established? Like, like when do you feel like in a friendship where I... What leads up to that point where you get to that point where you feel like you could trust someone? I think... Having conversations, figuring out how they share, how vulnerable they allow they allow themselves to get with you, because when there's when someone can have that vulnerability with you in a way that it's like, hey, I'm, it's like a an exchange. It's like I I'm giving you something that shows my vulnerability, shows my genuineness, and I'm trusting you with this. And when you're at a point where this person is also trusting you with information. Then it's like, okay, this is a, this is an exchange. You know, this is, and you just, I always say you trust your gut feeling. How, how does that person make you feel? 
you can't trust everyone, but you have to really know a level of discernment. I with, don't trust nobody. I think <laughs> well, I, you're entitled to that. <laughs> I opinion. straight up don't trust nobody. And that's and I understand that. You know what? I mean, let me say this. Okay. I trust people to be who I believe them to be. Okay. Fair. I think that's a, a better way to say it. Yeah. But you know, you, you, you talked about trust, but I thought about for me, like when I asked you that question yesterday, like number one was respect. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really big on respect because without respect, like we can't establish trust. That's true. Like I respect it that you think people are trash. I respect that. Not everybody. There's some <laughs> good people in the world. Like I'm not <laughs> I'm not that far <laughs> gone, but <laughs> trust me, there's times where I, I feel like I'm like right there on the edge of like. Yeah. I understand people, it takes a lot, you know, and once people break that trust and, and it's hard to, oh, you, you have to really build it. Yo, back. you only got one time with me. Like I'm at that point. Like <laughs> you only get one chance <laughs> I, after that one time. That's it. Okay. All right. So one, one shot. That's all that's you got. One shot. One shot. Yeah. But I, I definitely understand that. Um, I think I'm on the other end of that. I I think I'm probably that person who could have that five minute conversation and feel fulfilled. <laughs> it depends on who it is, because you know, maybe a little bit longer than five minutes. I've been on conversations a little bit longer, but there's some people that I might just talk to you once a year. But I, I hopefully but we have a good conversation once a year. Like for me, I don't know if it's my criteria of friendship you know what i'm saying but once a year you still label that person as a friend i do because i am that person sometimes you can go years and haven't talked to someone and it could just be life um you know you all ups and downs you're going through you could be a caretaker to your parents you could have been going through your own personal I don't want to say demons, but battling your own personal issues or drama. And you just couldn't be there or rise to the occasion of being that type of friend. And then sometimes maybe you as a friend, maybe you know that, hey, your 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 friend is just not in that space and place. So, you know, maybe just a quick check in. be like, hey, I'm just thinking of you. Send them a text just so they know that, hey, I'm here. When you're when if you're never ready to talk or just to know someone is in your corner, someone's thinking of you and know you're going through whatever you're going through. And I think it's just uh, the other side of friendship. You know how they talk about um, everything 50 50 and everybody wants to be 50 50 and this and that and equalness. But sometimes it's not going to be equal. You know, sometimes I'm going to give a little bit more because I have a little bit more that I can give. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm going to be in a situation where I'm I'm just not there to give you what you need and and a friend and I'm just I'm just in a in a space where everything is taking from me and I don't have enough to give. And I think that's like I said understanding. So understanding where somebody is in their space and place. Like for example, if I'm battling an addiction or something, I, I may not be the best friend during that time in my life. For the record, she's not battling any type of addiction. I just want the, <laughs> the listeners to know. Just to clear that up. But yes. I'm just saying, but yes. Um, but, you know, just or somebody could be going through a, a divorce or they could be 
going through a custody battle that's taking up a lot of their energy. They could be sick and don't really want to talk about it. They could be grieving. There's so many things that happen in people's lives that can really alter how they show up in a friendship. And so being understanding of that, and I always feel if it's if it's a strong enough friendship, it'll still be there. Whether it's one month or one year, if it's a strong enough foundation of a friendship, it'll always be there. I respect the way you, you view that. Like, I really do. Thank you. When certain situations come about, you know, it really, really gives you an idea of, like, was this person, like, a question, like, was this person really my friend? I mean, the moments are good. We all good when when the moments are good, you know? But when it comes to things that we have to hold each other accountable for or speak on, you know, if you rub me the wrong way or if you said something that was kind of out of pocket, how are you going to take it in that situation? Your friendship is going to be tested. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes, you know, I've been in situations where things revealed itself. I'm like, okay, I bet. So this is where, this is where we stand. This is where it's at. So, I mean, I, I know I'm getting on the rough side of things, but <laughs> I mean, we all go through a point in time where your friendship is going to be tested. Yeah. You know, and I think, you know, that's why I'm so big on respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sometimes you just never know when you're going to come across someone that you have so much in common with. You could be walking past them, sitting on on a bus next to them, on a train. I mean, just in passing at the restaurant. Sometimes we just, we never know who we have so much in common with. And all it takes is just to break the ice in the beginning and have a conversation. Very rarely I did the approaching, but all it takes is that first five minutes. Have you been in a situation where you went out and you really didn't intend to like, oh, I'm going to go out, I'm going to go make some friends. Like, <laughs> it just so happens that you end up coming across someone who you have a lot in common with and that relationship took off into a really good friendship over time. Um, I think when that happened, it was one of my good friends. She did the podcast with me a couple of times. Angie B. And when I first met her, it was at like this, some, some function I got invited to, because I think I was on the committee. I'm always on a committee and sometimes I don't, I'll just be joining stuff. So I was like, okay, I have to go to this meeting and because I'm on the, the committee, we're founding this web, you know, this uh, program or whatever. When I was in, we were in grad school and she was there and it was just casual conversation. And we learned that we were actually sorority sisters. And, and it was just real cool. She was real dope. She was a real nice person. And we just clicked because, you know, we're both, you know, and we were in the same major and, and all that stuff. And so it was really cool. I, I, I didn't know that at that time I had met someone who was going to be like a sister to me. So it was like really cool to kind of, I didn't go to that particular uh, event thinking I'm going to meet somebody. As a matter of fact, it was in one of our apartment complexes. It was like, an, uh, we had a meeting in one of our friends' apartments and I just met them that way. Yeah, it was cool. And you know what? To really be honest, the reason I exchanged numbers because I, I figured she had a car on campus. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and I really wanted to go to Bob Evans and oh. see, I didn't have a car. <laughs> and so I was like, girl, we got to get together. 
And then, you know, I was like, you ever study at such and such? It's like, oh, yeah, I'd like to go there. Let's go. So that's how. <laughs> I'm not just going to do that. <laughs> that's how we became friends. I have a car. <laughs> but I mean, she was real cool, but we vibed anyway. We was She was a really good person. And we were friends to this day. I always tell her that story because, you know. I I ain't had no car. She had a car. It was like it was like this is Kendrick. This is meant to be. We're meant to be friends. But um, yeah. Sometimes you just meet people at at events or at functions, and you just strike up a conversation. And you just never know who you're going to connect with. Because I've made a lot of random, not random, but just yeah, in opportunities where you just meet someone and and you have a lot actually in common. So yeah. it's always a cool like, thing. Like at the bus stops. You know, okay. <laughs> when I meet people at the bus stop, it can it can go left or it can go real left. <laughs> so, you know, I um I've met I don't I don't think I've met any women at the bus stop where it's just like, "Oh, we're going to maintain this friendship." Um, but I have met some really cool people where I've just really vibed with them. And even if just for that moment, we just struck up a conversation like it was this I remember one time I was just with this elderly woman well the thing was we were walking up this incline and it was kind of steep but she was walking a little bit faster than me and I was just like whoo and then we you know we finally got to sit on the, the, the bench waiting on the bus stop or whatever and she was like well wasn't that something can you believe I just turned 85 and I'm like oh, oh damn <laughs> she was throwing like, shade at you I that's that slick stuff. <laughs> she was, was slick like, with it too. She really was. I was like, wow. And I was all out of breath. We sit down and she was just all like, yeah, I just turned 85. Like, she was slick with it. Yeah, but she but just talking with her was she was just full, so full of knowledge and and wisdom. And it was just such a great experience. I would never, you know, you just never know who you're gonna meet and just connect with. And it was just so great connecting with her. We didn't, of course, maintain this long-term friendship, but in that moment. She was just definitely someone that I connected with. Yeah, sometimes it could be a chance meeting. Somebody could just knock on your door who could be like your neighbor or something. And it could be just a chance meeting, you know, that you uh, that you connect. So that happens. Yeah, it, it does. It does. What are some situations I would say that you feel that your friendship is already established, but it gets even stronger. It hits another level. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Where it gets stronger. I think sometimes, I guess like when you go through uh, situations with people, a good road trip will really connect people. I've been on a couple of road trips. I wouldn't say always. I mean, well, yeah. well, that a road could, trip could definitely let could, you know this person is not meant to be in your life long term. Yes. <laughs> or, or it could be like, yo, this was so great. I took a couple of road trips with my homegirl, Angie, and we we bonded. I mean, we bonded through driving through crazy mountains with Confederate flags and us not decided to get out the car to go to like a, a crazy, I think we went to like Adam Pascal concert, which was the guy from Rent, the the musical. And I, I had put her on to the, to the, to the Rent musical and she was uh, following up on some of the uh, the artists. And so we, we were like, girl, let's go. And uh, that's when you know you're a good friend because ain't too many people, you'd be like, yo, there was this guy in his musical and he was great. We should go past the mountains, deep into the <laughs> to mm. unknown territory and just go to it. And I'm like, yes, let's do it. And 
No, no qualms about it. When you can just jump in the car with somebody and y'all just go, yeah, friendship. <laughs> I give you one. I was, I wouldn't say that the friendship was already established, but it was on, it was, it was about to be. Mm-hmm. And it was a situation that had happened with a, a former friend of mine in, in VA where she, um, we met at the mall because we both worked at the mall at the time. And I don't remember the exact situation that happened, but basically it was some type of fight and somebody pulled out a weapon. Mm. And the person who pulled out the weapon locked eyes with her for a second Mm. and it triggered her PTSD. And she started flipping out. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she, she told us, you know, that she struggles with PTSD and, you know, that whole event that happened at the mall kind of triggered her. And that was her way of opening up. We never had any type of conversations like that about mental health and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. I felt the moment where she, you know, she was open about that. I felt like, okay, we reached another level of, you know, okay. And mm-hmm. she came open to me and I felt like, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, when you get to a point where you open it up, that, that really uh, solidifies, uh, I think, a friendship, especially when you're going through some kind of trauma or anything. Some people, you know, go through heartbreak. Some people go through illness. And when they get that comfort level and they're ready to just, and or and you're just that person that they connect with in that moment, I think that it can really um, deepen and strengthen a friendship because sometimes being vulnerable with people is, is very challenging. It's very hard to do. So when you have someone that you can be vulnerable with and you and you feel like they're not going to judge you because of your of of your situation and your vulnerability. That's a I think it's a a good start and the foundation to deepening a, a friendship and connection. Right, I agree. So, on to the next question that I had because we actually you got a lot had. Of questions. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, this is a topic that started like two or three days ago, mm-hmm. and over time, I've been thinking about like what I want to touch on. Some of them. The things I'm going to ask you is actually certain situations I've been through with, with mm. people. So I can relate to that. Okay. okay at what sure. point do you feel that this friendship was established? We got to know each other. We've been through some things over time, but it's that one thing that happens, or it could be something that happens over time that you kind of, you kind of turned your head away and you ignored it. And you feel like, okay, this is, I got to end this friendship this time. I think if something is happening in a friendship where it's consistent, like maybe there was something like maybe you realize that person is a pathological liar, right? And maybe the first time it it could slide, but now their lies are starting to affect you because now you're being brought into something or or what they're doing is having an impact on your friendship with other people. So I think that's when, and so now it's like it's borderline because, okay, now it's it's becoming something else. It could be possibly a little toxic. And it's just like I, when the trust is broken in the friendship or the integrity is lost in the friendship, I think that's when those types of uh, moments, it can just, it can, it can deteriorate and it can just sometimes just dissipate and just slowly fizzle out. Right. Or sometimes it can be an abrupt, I hate you so much right now moment. Or, you know, there could be the ultimate betrayal. Like, you know, if someone close to you, you know, you know, does something vile or hurtful, you know, then, you know, those types of things can happen too. So 
It it is gonna it kinda depends on the situation, but sometimes friendships are tested, sometimes they don't pass the test, and sometimes you just have to know was that that old the commercial he's like when he's at the poker when hold him, when fold him. <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes you just gotta know when to uh to kinda let it go. Right. And you know, sometimes, you know, I actually been in a situation where someone that I knew would he would uh make certain comments. You know how people, there's truth in every joke, mm-hmm. or I don't want to say truth, but their truth or what they believe to be true mm-hmm. in every joke. Yeah. He would do that from time to time. And I would ignore it. I wouldn't forget it, you know, because I don't forget certain things. <laughs> I wouldn't forget it. Mm-hmm. But it was just this one thing he said to me. And I felt that our friendship, it was, it was over. And he got way too comfortable. But over time, people reveal themselves, right? Yeah. So this, all the signs were there, and I just ignored it up until that one point where he said something to me. And for me, it was extremely disrespectful. Mm. And not only was our friendship tested, but my discipline was tested oh. in that moment. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, And it, it really brought me to a place where I haven't been in a very long time. And it's like... We out in public, and if I act on how I feel right now, I'm I'm gonna be the one that's gonna suffer the the consequences. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know this is an is an extreme situation, but you know how friends get into it all the time. But mm-hmm. this was the end of the road time, yeah. <laughs> right here. And I'm like, in, in that moment, I'm like, if this dude could get me so pissed off to this point to where I want to put hands on him. Yeah. Because that's how I feel. The moment you feel like you're going to put hands or get physical with someone, if they mm-hmm. make you that angry, mm-hmm. it's time to walk away. Yeah, I I completely agree. It, uh, you know, friendships are, it's hard. It's hard to, and I think you have to, uh, I always say have to have a, a certain level of discernment when it comes to friendship and knowing when to kind of walk away from it and when to give it another go, you know, because sometimes there's sometimes like, like, like regular relationships, people argue, people fight. Some friendships, people argue, people fight. Some people don't. I don't have too many arguments with friends. I don't think, I can't even think of really, well, I can't think of one, but that friendship is no longer, but you know, um, I don't really have arguments with friends to the point where it's, it's to that to that extreme. Um, I'm just like, look, obviously we don't agree on this or we just agree to disagree because most of, you know, most of my friends are kind of in that realm. But like we're not really argumentative and com- combative. But there are some people that they are a little bit more. I'm going to speak and say what I say. And, and then you're like, well, I'm going to say what I have to say. And so then, you know, you can you can be at a crossroads roads at times. I think you also have to know when. Some people are triggered by things. So I can have a friend that, you know, some people can take in information one way or they can take it in a completely different way. So you have to kind of really know your, that's when you, that understanding. Emotional intelligence as well. Mm-hmm. And emotional intelligence is like, okay, I see where this is going and it's not going to go the way I would like it to go. So I know, and I don't think what I'm going to say is going to be taken in in the right way so I'm just going to fall back and not say because I'm having discernment I'm having this understanding of who you are 
this emotional intelligence that I, and I know that you're not going to take that well. And I don't want to have that. It is, it's not worth it, you know? Right. So sometimes you just got to know when to, when to just kind of walk away from certain situations. But there are oftentimes, sometimes a friendship can end and you don't really know why it ended. Sometimes people, they just grow apart. They get distant. You don't talk as much. Um, and then sometimes people can just. Out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. Or they could just, you know, be like, you know what? I, you grew, you did this to me and I'm, I'm done, you know? So that happens. I've I've been in that situation and it's not not a fun situation, but you know, you just wish wish everyone well and and just sometimes it's best to for the friendship or for the sake if you care about that person, if that person feels like you're you know, you've wronged them in some kind of way or you're just you know it how people see you, you can't change that perception. I can only be who I know to be, but once someone's perception of you has changed, sometimes you just can't change it. And so you just have to learn to like, you know what, if, if that's the way you feel and, you know, me not being, or that person not being in your circle or in your life is best, then I say, you know, then you just do what you have to do and you want everybody to be happy. And sometimes, like I said, everybody doesn't get to take that journey with you. Or go on that journey with you. Sometimes people are just in your life for a season. And some seasons are a little longer. Some are a little shorter. But that doesn't mean that that time that they were in your life, they weren't impactful. And and so that's what you kind of take from it, you know, from experiences. Right. So I have another one for you. (laughs) You know me. I like asking questions. Yes. Go ahead. So (laughs) has there ever been a time where... You could tell someone wanted to be friends with you, but it was just something about not only their approach, but the energy they brought to you, the topics that they talked about, or their just their overall presence in your space. Uh, I think some people can come on too, maybe too strong or like, you know, maybe sometimes excited about possibly having a connection. And just the energy is off. I remember when I was in college, there was this girl that I met and she, and she was like, I think I met her like, you know, during um, some kind of open house situation for work. I worked in the dining halls and she was like, yeah, you know, we can, we can go get our books together. She was like, I was like, okay. She's like, I'll call you. I was like, okay, here's my number. So I gave her my number, moved on, got home. Check my voicemail. I had a bunch of messages. I'm like, hey, you know, then it's like, hey, it's me. Da 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 da. I just want to see what I was like, oh, that's so nice. She already called me. Then I check my next one. It's me again. Da 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 da. Just want to see when we gotta get together. I was like, okay. She's persistent. Oh, got another message. Oh, hey, it's me. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> five messages. <laughs> and I felt like I had just met her and she had already left me five messages. I had already committed to going to get our books together. So I was like, we can do that. But I think that I don't think that she's the person that I'm going to connect with on that level of long-term friendship. Just because of her energy and my energy were, they just weren't matching at that time. And I was like, nothing against her, but it felt a little evasive for me. You know, I just met you and you've already called me five times. And so scale it back. But I know sometimes you can get excited about making a new friend. So I've been excited. So, but I know now. No, you know, that situation is not compared to 
But there's actually another situation where that I know about because I know of the person where she tried to be friends with you. And it. I would like for you to share, if you don't mind sharing that situation. You know, there was a, I think I had a neighbor who really wanted to hang out with me. But it was something about her personality that I felt I didn't like her. And I don't know what it was. Her, and I mean, because, you know. It was your intuition. Yeah, my intuition was like, it's something about her. And I, and I remember, you, you know, you're talking about, um, you know, I was asked to give her a chance. You know, maybe she could be a good friend. And I was like, it's something about her, though, because she keeps pushing us hanging out. And uh, turns out she was one of those types of people that was like the, 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 the building gossip, so to speak. And, you know, and then I just started to realize that she was one who liked to keep drama going, keep this going. And she would just spread and say no matter what. And then you then you start to hear, oh, well, she said this about you. And I'm like, whoa. And then I hear from someone who I, another neighbor, who I had more of a connection with and more of a trust with. And she was like, yeah, I don't deal with this person either because of this and that. And so I was like, okay. So my intuition was correct it was something about her that seemed disingenuine and I think that that's when you have to listen to your gut and your instincts sometimes you are not connecting with people for a reason or there was one time there was a a person who was like a I don't even want to call him a colleague but just kept wanting to go to lunch with me and I was just like I don't I don't think I want to go to lunch with this person. It turns out they were like writing a book or something and they needed people to to be in the book and and, and I was they needed black people to be in the <laughs> to to like to say call it for what it was. She wanted to connect with a black woman and to see how this black woman thinks, acts. She yeah. was basically studying you. So for her project. Yeah. So it was just like and I and I had this vibe and I was like, oh, something about her that just rubbed me. She's like, Yeah, come to my house, let's do this and that. About that, you know, just something about you kind of makes me uncomfortable, you know. So she came and her approach was a little evasive, well enough. Yeah, I, I mean, we have experiences and things that we've in people, weird people that we've encountered, whether the approach wasn't right or their energy was off, or mm-hmm. they was just too excited about the whole experience, and yeah. it just kind of. You know, but to the credit, you know, just to give a little credit, there are people out there who don't have it all figured out, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you already socially awkward, mm-hmm. you throw in other dynamics in the mix that maybe someone hasn't really connected with anyone in a very long time. And this is their opportunity where today they're just feeling the energy. Maybe they ate their Wheaties this morning and it's just, yeah, they hold mindset. <laughs> they yeah, feel positive. They, were- they could have just saw a, a TED Talks and it just, they yeah. just went out there and just, just do it and be yeah. inspired. You know, I mean, just to give a little credit to that, you know, not Mm -hmm. everybody has it all figured out. And we all come from different backgrounds and, and, you know, connect different ways. And, you know, so I think all of those things play play a part in it, you know, those Mm -hmm. type of experiences. But I think sharing it is important because not only people are learning from your your own experiences, but I mean, we could learn as well. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? I had to give a lot of credit to um certain certain situations just to see from a different point of view and it's like okay i understand why that person uh was responding this type of way or they Mm -hmm. acted this type of way based off of you know my approach my approach probably wasn't the best 
I've been in situations where, you know, <laughs> I ain't even get past the, <laughs> the inch of the door. So, <laughs> you know, we're trying to connect with someone. But yeah. I mean, it's I mean, people learn and they grow and, you know, sharing these experiences and talking about them. I think it gives a lot of value to uh, the listener out there, especially if you wanted one of those. Yeah. And I, I felt I remember one time it was an opportunity to connect with a young lady on the on the airplane. Like we would literally going to the same state we connected because she was to the same university just different times Mm -hmm. and i was like yo this is a whole vibe this is great and i want to exchange numbers i want to do all these things but she never mentioned that after the flight and she just didn't talk the rest and she went to sleep and i was just like oh so i was like well i don't think we're gonna connect I don't think she wants to reach out. I don't think I'm like now if I'm gonna be I'm gonna sound creepy if I want to get her number right. to connect because she's gonna be like, um, this was just an airplane ride. How many? But you know, people have made friends on the airplane. Like they have literally became besties. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this could be. And I think I saw something like that. And I was like, this could be my best friend. Then I realized by the end she ain't gonna be my best friend because she don't want to talk to me. <laughs> I got an airplane story. Good. <laughs> you know, one time I was on a plane. I was actually <laughs> late for the plane. Mm-hmm. And I was the last passenger, you know, but I don't know if you ever experienced being, yes. and everybody's looking at you like you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but prior to getting on a the plane, there was this, this woman who I thought was very attractive and, you know, caught my eye and I was kind of, I was looking, I was like, damn, she's fine. Like, <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah. And then I got lost in some other stuff. I got distracted and, you know, anyway, it turns out. When it's time for me to sit on a plane, guess who my seat is next to? Ah. <laughs> Not only that, you know, we get, she starts conversation with me and we talk and my anxiety is high because I hate the worst part of riding the plane for me is taking off and landing. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted her to just be quiet. Like, just leave me alone. <laughs> let me go through my, what I'm feeling right now. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Like, let me chill because <laughs> this is not the best time. <laughs> And I guess she saw it in my face or whatever. And um, I, I guess her way of trying to make me feel comfortable, she started asking me questions. And she asked what sign I was. And I, was, and I told her. And she was like, get out of here. Me too. And I'm like, oh, that's what's up. Mm. She was like, yeah. And she said her date. Come to find out. It's the same date as me. Like, we got the same birthday. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. In some spiritual realm, I'm just thinking, like, we probably was best friends at one point. Mm. And we end up exchanging numbers. Not numbers, but we ended up exchanging uh, social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that we're going to keep up with each other and support. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't trying to get at her, but it was mm-hmm. just a situation where we got some certain things in common. And, you know, over time, it just drifted away. <laughs> <laughs> the moment has passed. What could have been, <laughs> what a, been? A, a possible friendship, you know. Just dissipated. Just, yeah, it is what yeah. it is. But you, it's okay. Yeah, have you ever just met somebody randomly and you wanted to just, you felt like you just could feel their aura and their vibe that, yo, this would be a dope friend, but you just never say anything to them? Yeah, I've actually been in some situations like that, but everything is all about timing. That's true. And I learned that over time. Just because you feel what you feel in the moment doesn't mean you should act on it. Even if it means going to approach that person to make a friend. I think sometimes people, you never know what people are going through sometimes. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you may be in that space, but they're probably not. Yeah. And I think that, I mean, it was, yeah, I've been in situations where I wanted to like approach and, and say, but 
you know, I mean, Tommy, you know, mm-hmm. this <laughs> Tommy. And yeah, it was this woman on a bus one time and I was just like, she just seems so cool. Like I felt all her energy. I felt the positive. I like she would, we and her would be good friends. I could just see it. But I didn't know how to say anything to her because it was weird because we weren't near each other. I mean, we were near each other to see each other, but she was in her zen, her own world. And I was like, if I go over here and talk to her, it's the worst thing is to disrupt somebody in their in their zen. Like mm-hmm. they, it's like the I've I remember one time I saw somebody walking down the street and they were smiling. And I looked at I was so excited they were smiling. I was like, Good morning. And I I completely broke whatever they were thinking about. They had to turn and look at me and they gave me the scowl. Like, I just completed the, the ultimate set. I think I, I remember like, that. Yeah, and I was like, well, dang. But I this wasn't even... any normal place, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's true. I mean... That was true. But, uh, yes, but the, the woman on the bus, I didn't I didn't say anything. She had, like, just cool. Like, she had, like, this Afro-punk rock vibe going, but it was just so dope. And, nope, I didn't say anything because I didn't want to, you know, you say something and then people look at you like you're weird. So, I was like, I just want to make friends, but. It just so the moment passed. I just let it go. Yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah, you. So, you know, so sometimes that happens. It's all right though. It's okay. But if you do have friendships, you just want to, you know, do your best to maintain them, connect. Sometimes your friendships are going to change a little bit if you get married or you have a baby. But just have understanding that just because it changes doesn't mean it goes away. Maybe you don't. You go from talking every day to talking maybe once a couple of months. But that's okay. And then it's also okay to make new friends. Don't be afraid to 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 venture out, but just use use discernment. If you read the room, if someone looks like they don't want to be approached, then just leave them be. But if somebody kind of looks like they they wouldn't mind talking to somebody, maybe you could be that person that they talk to. And so it's okay to, you know, venture out a little bit, or get out of your comfort zone to just say hi, you know? Right. I, I give a lot of credit to you because you you good for that. Like, you really cut for that. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, maintaining, sometimes you could do your best to try to keep it together with people, friends, family, whatever. It just, it just, no matter what you do and no matter how much effort you put into it, sometimes it's just not meant to be. And it takes two, you know? You can't be the only one trying to connect that bridge. And um, somebody said to me, don't burn bridges. I'm not going to say what the situation was, but they said never burn bridges. And I learned over time is that you can't burn bridges that was never built. Bars. Bars. Mic drop. But but for real. Like, so who you, you know, who you thought you was connected to at one point, maybe it wasn't never really, you know, and people reveal themselves over time. And maybe the friendship was really more one sided. Maybe it wasn't as deep as you really thought it was. You know, exactly. So that can happen too. So yeah. you know, I feel bad for this young generation, though. Why was that? Because it's like the things that we had that connected us, and you think you compare that to now. Mm. Considering technology, you know, you know, we talked about this in previous episodes and other seasons, mm-hmm. where how things could get in the way of technology have gotten in the way of how we connect. Mm-hmm. So it's not only the challenge of being that person to try to connect with someone. It's also having a discipline to be like, look, I'm going to get off my phone. I'm going to get off the computer. I'm going to get off the whatever I'm doing. And I'm going to actually go out there and have human interaction face to face. Yes. You know, so it's like it's different dynamics. now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You, you, you're battling with, um, you know, the virtual world 
avatar world versus the reality, the real world. And so just um, continue to to cultivate those those physical in-person relationships that you can. And you can still have online friends too. There ain't nothing wrong with that. But it's also good to still try to make new, keep and maintain personal connections. And and then sometimes if it's if it's meant to not be, it's okay to let it go. It's okay to mourn the loss of a friendship and just remember what it was and, and move on. And yeah, so friendship is is important. Don't let life get in the way of you maintaining a friendship starting new friendships, moving on from all friendships that no longer serve you. Just, you know, it's a part of life. So it doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to change so drastically that you don't have it in your life anymore. So those are my, I guess, my thoughts on it. Uh, yeah, I'm done. You know, I had questions and <laughs> this this whole conversation started in the mall as uh, I was, you know, looking around and observing and seeing, you know, you know, being inspired by everyday people shopping mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you know but that is such a, a and, everyday thing yeah and you came with the idea so i okay. mean yeah all so right. i like that all right i think we can leave it there and uh yeah till next time peace all right i hope you enjoyed that episode and i just wanted to Again, just thank everyone for joining. Um, Just remember to tune in every Thursday at 12 p.m. Eastern for a new episode. Remember to hit the follow button um, wherever you listen to the podcast. And if you listen to Apple Podcasts, please be sure to leave a review. If you haven't done so already, um, those reviews, they help kind of um, get the uh, podcast out there to a larger audience. So if you haven't had a chance, please uh, um, leave a review. Also, we have a new website, so feel free to check it out. It's www.lgitwpodcast.com. That's lgitwpodcast.com. And I'll be sure to, you know, leave um, the email address, I mean, the uh, the URL in the description. And uh, hit the hit. When you get there, um, leave us your email and subscribe because... You know, we love to keep up with you to let you know about different special events that are coming up and any news that may be going on with the podcast in the near future. So until we meet again, I'm your host, Nikki C. And remember, it's time to get back to dreaming again. And if not now, then when? All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs>